Welcome to the Marriage Puzzle Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Thomas. And we just celebrated 15 years of marriage last weekend. So I want to say happy anniversary, babe. Happy anniversary to you as well. Thank you. Um, And uh, we're so happy you're joining us because when we planned Marriage Puzzle this past summer, we knew we wanted to offer 15 lessons that we learned after 15 years of marriage. Um, So you're in for a treat starting today, but... We also wanted to wait and make sure we could honestly say that we had 15 years of wedding bliss, right? Yeah. Under our belt. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Something like that. We, we didn't want to falsify our wedding documents to start the podcast with this. Um, and so uh, we decided to uh, just wait a few months, do a few other things with our content um, to, to get to this point. Uh, but it's a fun way to kind of celebrate our anniversary as well. So um, if... Uh, if you're just now starting to listen to the podcast, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, make sure you go ahead and hit subscribe so that you can stay up to date on all 15 of these lessons as we go. Um, and we really encourage you to go back and listen to episodes one and two of the podcast so you can learn a little bit about the name Marriage Puzzle and how and about our story and how we got started. Yeah, and there's also a blog post on our website, marriagepuzzle.com, um, uh, from July 1st, uh, titled Marriage Puzzle. So if you rather read it, um, hopefully that blog post will help paint a good picture of what we're all about. Yeah, and we want to give a little disclaimer off the top and let you know we don't consider ourselves marriage experts by any means, um, but we do uh, have 15 years of experience now, and yeah. so uh, we've had a lot of successes, we've had a lot of failures, and we've made mistakes along the way, and we just hope that we can pass along some knowledge and wisdom uh, that you guys can learn from, and whether you have more experience in marriage than us or less experience, we think that we can always learn from anybody. And so if, uh, if you're here, we hope you uh, gather something out of this. Um, and if you know, you're listening and your spouse isn't listening, make sure you uh, send this podcast over to them so they can start listening with you. Um, and uh, we're so excited uh, that you're joining us. So um, let's go ahead and kick off this 15 lessons after 15 years with lesson one, of course, um, which is going to be supporting your spouse. Yeah, number one, it's not in any particular order, actually. Um, This is a lot of original content of lessons that we've learned um, in 15 years. Um, So we do have 15 things, but it's not necessarily the top number one to or the the best for for last kind of things. There's all sprinkled in, but we we wanted to start with support your spouse because the world in, in 2021 and even years leading up to it is... Or if you're listening to this in like 2025. Yeah, exactly. Right now, in September of 2021, the world is very different than the original stereotype of, you know, where the the females would maybe stay home all day with the kids and do all the housework. And then the males were the only ones that left the home to go work on the farm or, you know. It's not black and white TV. It's not Leave it to Beaver anymore. Or go to the (laughs) office all day, you know, and... um, and now uh, we see so many different variations of of marriages with a, a wife and a husband and in the work context. So 
there could be stay at home dads um, now with a full time working mom. And I love that actually um, the movie Boss Baby 2 that just came out actually um, has that and uh, shows. And I love, you know, the take on that, that that's that's a job for a dad. I love what he said. It's a job like, period. But, you know, it's you're a job stay at home too. But right. But he said like something like you stay at home, which means you're never home because you're just always driving. The right. Kids. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, so there could be that, um, maybe both spouses work out of the home or at home nowadays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's our story now and have to navigate that. Um, or even the wife could be the breadwinner. One could work full time or one part time. Um, and, and so on and so on. I could, I could list so many different things, but the, the point is, is that Every household in America now has a very different variation um, that they're trying to navigate. Um, my, our friends and families, marriages and work contexts aren't, aren't the same as what ours are. And so we're all trying to figure out how do we support our spouse in these different life contexts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've got a couple of personal examples that we're going to share with you guys, um, and I'll go ahead and kick it off with mine, um, because, uh, you know, to, to just kind of go back for a second, there's a lot of ways you can support your spouse. I mean, you know, in, in their endeavors and their work and your marriage and your dreams, things like that, and so... Uh, it doesn't have to just be work, because mm-hmm. it can be passions and um, even nonprofit work or, you know, even caring for, for the children. Mm-hmm. We just have work examples but in a minute overall we'll we'll give kind of um some takeaways of how to support your spouse in other ways yeah yeah absolutely and so um my example is um you know to to kind of tell you the story a little bit um i i had worked at the same job for six years in fact we were working at that job together um and uh at Coming up to the end of 2019, um, I started transitioning out of that job into uh, uh, something new at the beginning of 2020. Um, and so uh, I switched from a, you know, a, basically a regular nine to five accounting job. Um, and, um, you know, the, the structure at the organization was changing a little bit. And so uh, I was transitioning out. And then uh, we switched, uh, I switched to uh, another company that I was doing temp accounting work. And I was going from project to project, helping people with their books for, you know, if they just fired their previous person and they needed someone to fill the gap till they got their new person, things like that. Um, and so I was, I was kind of, you know, it was one company, but I was kind of hopping around from project to project. Um, and so, so the company that I was working for, uh, it was great. They had me on projects and then COVID happened. Uh, and in March of 2020, uh, March, April of 2020, <clears throat> um, everything started shutting down. Everybody knows that. Uh, and the way that I was affected was the project that I was on realized, you know what, hey, they've already got a CFO, they're losing income, and they're just going to have the CFO do the job that they had brought me in to do, uh, because they were going to keep him on staff. I was only a temporary employee anyway, so I got uh, the boot, essentially. Um, And uh, then, you know, I was waiting to get put on another project, but at that point, everyone else, every other company started doing the same thing. And so... um, at that time, I was like, well, I'm out of work, effectively. Uh, luckily, in that job, I had a little bit of pay, so that was getting us by for a little while. Um, but 
uh, I came across a uh, program that would allow me to get certified as a financial coach, um, which is had been a passion of mine for a while. Um, it, uh, it's through the it was through the Dave Ramsey organization. So if you don't know about Dave Ramsey, uh, you know make sure you go check it out, uh, check him out because uh, he is kind of the financial guru in terms of budgeting and things like that. And so we had kind of gone through his program ourselves to help better our finances. And I was like, well, this is perfect. I already know the program. I can get certified in this, you know, through them with a good backing of a good company um, and uh, then do this. And so um, I came to you and I talked to you about it. I was out of work. I didn't Mm -hmm. have, I was looking for jobs, but no one was hiring. I was like, well, what should I do? And I came to you with this and uh, it was a pretty big financial investment for me to come to you with and say, hey, I think we should spend a lot of money while I don't have any income and uh, so that I can do this. And uh, you were like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. That was the first thing you said. Yeah. Um, and and it was great. Uh, it was shocking to me that you said that. Not, not from a standpoint of that you, you know, I don't want to make it sound like you weren't supporting me before, but you know, just from the standpoint of, I knew what I was asking. I knew that it was a big ask um, and that we would have to make a big decision on that. And to just have you come out of the gate and be like, yeah, absolutely. That sounds like it's right up your alley was exactly what I needed at the time. But that's the key, right up your alley. I I could see it was a, a passion and dream of yours. And I do need financial security. Mm-hmm. So I, it's not every day that I say go spend thousands of dollars right. to invest in yourself. And what do I get out of this, you know? But I saw a spark in you that it made it easy to on that particular um scenario say I I want to personally invest in you cuz I know then you're going to invest in our family. Right. And seeing your passion come alive to to, uh, to this day. I still love, you know, seeing you and even hearing you on those coaching calls. You just, you just come al- come to life and you're really in your sweet spot. Well, and the good news is I didn't have to pitch you a pyramid scheme or anything like that. So it was <laughs> no, it was legit it was and legit. a legit business. Dave Ramsey, so, sure. Yeah. He knows what he's doing and will help us out. And it turned out to be the right decision. So yeah, if you need financial coaching, my information is going to be in the show notes. Reach out to me. I'll get you some help. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, um, mine also was from a a job change (laughs) where Thomas supported me the most, um, uh, not to do a a long story because I was at a place for eight years and, uh, talked a little bit about it on our burnout episode Mm of a place that I loved, um, loved what I did, love what, uh, who I worked with and, um, what I was accomplishing and and who was also helping, um, in that work. But probably around the same time that things started changing for you, I, I, I did have things start changing. I mean, who didn't have things change after, after COVID. And, and so, um, I stayed and I was blessed to, to have my job for a lot longer, but it, it then became, maybe the right, not the right place that I should stay, even though there were people who were laid off and, um, things like that. It just became something that I didn't want to, to stay at anymore. And there was a shift in me. Um, but 
you know, at the time with us still investing in, in your business, it was still growing. Um, if I can be so bold to say, I was one of those, you know, uh, the opposite stereotype where I was the breadwinner at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't just coming to you with an idea of a career change, a shift, you know, that was you coming to me like, okay, yeah, we'll have to spend money to make money, but I trust you. Um, I kind of left one day, um, got in the car, my job and I, I called Thomas and I said, um, cause he was home and I said, um, I think I told you, put the, put a show on, put a movie on for the kids because <laughs> they were home from school. Uh, so I said, put a movie on for the kids. I need to talk to you. And uh, you did. And I was, I was so scared, but I was able to come and say, I think I'm going to quit my job. I think I want to quit my job. And I, again, I was so scared because I was like literally just saying, walk away from this paycheck. And from my perspective, let's just put that put that out there. My business was not had not like exploded where it was like, oh, I, I'm already I making you. your salary. It's <laughs> it's covered. That that was not happening. Yeah, no, this was a, a leap of faith, but I just felt so strongly that that was the day that I needed to to say something um, to to you and and start making a change and to be greeted with. Okay, and I'm like I know that's you know what that means for a family and, and the paycheck and for you to look me in the eye and say like you're not defined by a number on your paycheck, you, you know we need to find something that you want to do that you're you're passionate about again and and everything and there's a long story like I said leading up to that and the long story after that because then freeing us from that job also gave us the opportunity to. Um, move anywhere and then that was fun to to talk and say well if we could work anywhere and live anywhere where do you want to go and, and support each other and that um, a cross-country move from Colorado to now Florida to be around our extended family um, it's been great for our family and then launch marriage puzzle and here mm -hmm. here we are but um, the point of this is support your spouse and how we both um, met each other in those examples it's so scary to come to the table with, but to be greeted with, okay, I, I support you 100% if that's your decision. How do we do this? Let's do it together. And and not even so much that if that's your decision, but owning that decision with you and saying, I support you. Let's make this decision together. Um, and, and be open as spouses that we're going to get into some positive and negative effects of uh, supporting and not supporting your spouse here in a minute. But um being open to the fact that, you know, you were coming with a big scenario to talk to me about. And I think, you know, I would believe, you know, you had probably kind of made up your mind, but I still believe you would have been open to me saying, okay, let's calm down. Like if, if, I, if I would have greeted you with, okay, let's sleep on it for a day. Yeah, there's let's definitely times like, you've talked me down off the cliff right. and that was the support I needed in those. Mm -hmm. These were just like the the times I felt the most supportive right. of you when you said you're not defined by your paycheck was yeah. so freeing. Yeah, I think I think it is absolutely the most important thing to be supportive of your spouse. You also have to make sure you have that discernment too. You know, if if you came home and said, "Let's just sell all of our stuff and live in a van," and you know, we, we've got three kids, they'll be fine in the back of the van, like no big deal. 
I would have felt like you would have been thinking irrationally, but we formulated a plan. We owned the decision together. We worked through it. We may, uh, you know, supported each other through both of those scenarios. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's great. Um, which launched us into new careers, which we both love and mm-hmm. are thriving and, and passionate about. So it wasn't the end of the rope. Yeah. Um, but it was the start of supporting a new chapter. each other. Yeah. Really helped us set, set us up well in the next adventure. Yeah, totally. Um, but you mentioned some positive and negative effects of supporting or not supporting yourself, your spouse. So what, what are your thoughts on that? What are some positive effects? Yeah. So some positive effects of supporting your spouse, um, is, you know, one, it's going to help them achieve their goals. Um, I mean, that's a perfect example of you supporting me in my story. Um, I came to you with this, you were supportive of me, and I achieved my goal. I became a financial coach, I started getting paying clients, and, you know, here we are, Uh, now I've got a business. Um, And uh, also, uh, it's going to help them to keep their morale up when things are hard. Um, And, you know, i I'm speaking for you. We didn't talk about this offline, but I would say that that is probably how your story felt. Like you came to me when a time when your morale was pretty low, um, and me supporting you probably helped you to keep that morale up to finish well at your job. You didn't just quit the next day no, and never go back. It was a long offboarding, um, so I took a lot of courage and continued support from right, you. Right, right, and yeah. so um, you know I. I'm speaking for you in that regard, but uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that that helped me supporting you helped keep your morale up throughout that long offboarding process. Um, And then it opens that door to dreaming together, which happened with both of our stories. Uh, We both came with crazy ideas and concepts that if they weren't you know, if they didn't come at the time they came, we would have been like, ah, no, that that's that's not a smart idea right now. Um, if we would have just looked at it on paper and said, oh, I'm going to go spend a few thousand dollars to become this coach when I don't even have an income, that seemed crazy. On paper, that's a crazy idea. But, you know, when you put the emotions into it and the support of a spouse, that changes. Those intangibles change the game. And so it opens the door to dreaming together getting on the same page and moving your family forward together. That's great. Um, so, so just a few positive effects of supporting your spouse. Um, but we've got some negative ones for you as well. Not, not negative of supporting, negative effects of if, not if supporting If you do your not support your spouse, um, that would probably make them discouraged that they can't achieve their goals, right? It's going to be the opposite of the, the positive effects. Um, and it could cause separation in relationship over time we're not saying that if you don't support your spouse it's you know automatically going to lead to divorce or them leaving you but it 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 could it could drive a wedge definitely between you guys and um it could actually cause your spouse to look for that support somewhere else and that's where like if if you don't um i'm looking at thomas in the eyes right now (laughs) like if, if you don't support my you know it's fun to dream together but if I say these crazy things when I'm just dreaming, right, and you just always are negative of how it's not going to work, mm-hmm. then I'm going to stop dreaming with you and I'm going to go talk to someone. Maybe I am working with them or a friend. And, you know, if it's someone of the opposite sex who's really encouraging me and supporting me, like it, I'm going to just start gravitating toward that support elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's not a healthy marriage then back home. Right. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. And 
when you find that support and that safety net and that that place that you feel like you're getting what you need emotionally, um, that's going to, like you said, you're going to gravitate towards that. And as you gravitate towards the wrong place, that's going to put more and more space between you and the right place. That's that separation we're talking about. We're not necessarily talking about legal separation or divorce, but it's going to start a separation in the relationship, an emotional separation in the relationship um, for not supporting one another as, uh, as spouses. Um, and by doing that, it's going to lead to worse and worse situations down the road. Um, so, um, so yeah, now, you know, we, if, if you listen to us, you know, very much, we, we want to try as often as we can to leave you with some takeaways as we near the end of an episode. Um, and uh, that's what we're going to lead into right now. Um, you won't always get that. Sometimes it's kind of straightforward, just informational. Uh, but as often as we can, we want to leave you with some practical things that you can do right away to start helping uh, from the topic that we're talking about. Um, you want to kick us off with the first one? Sure. So I think ways you can support your uh, spouse on a daily basis is just encourage them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> encourage your spouse. So, you know, when their morale is low or even when they had a hard day at work or with the kids all day, um, find ways to encourage them. So, you know, be a, be a cheerleader. <laughs> when we said when, when you're dreaming together, be their cheerleader and encourage them. Yeah, and, you know, I, I want to talk about that one for just a second. Uh, when I was telling my story about becoming a financial coach um, or, or about the idea of becoming a financial coach and bringing that idea to you, um, I had kind of done all the research on the front end myself, and, and that's how these kind of big things go a lot of times, right? You know, you do the research before you go to your spouse, you have the conversation in your head a few times, and you start thinking, oh, you know, give yourself all the put-downs, you know, you're, it's, not, it's not a good idea, it's not the right time, we don't have the money, you know, it's not going to work. And so, um, you know, I, I came up with this analogy, you know, I was pulling myself down. I was just constantly pulling myself down with all of those excuses like, oh, it's not going to work, you know, preparing myself for the worst of you kind of rejecting Reject, the idea yeah. or or whatever um, and, you know, just saying it's not going to work. It's not the right time. We don't have the money. Um, and then when you said, yeah, you should absolutely go for it, when you supported me and kind of put all those ideas aside, it was kind of like you, you know, I had been pulling a slingshot and you just pried my hands off of the slingshot and it shot us into dreaming mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, just because of that support, it just launched us into a positive scenario in our marriage and dreaming and our family and looking forward. And so, uh, you know, that can be kind of what it's like. If, if you're a cheerleader for your spouse, you can slingshot yourselves into dreaming about your future, um, and, and really changing the trajectory of where you're at. Yeah. So. And so we just want to say, Supporting your spouse can be easy if you just encourage them every day. Mm -hmm. And there's a blog post as well um, about daily affirmations because that's so important to us if you want to check that out. Um, But the bigger takeaway, the second one um, that's going to require you guys to listen to this together or if you send it to your spouse um, to listen to schedule a time to, to sit, look each other in the eye and ask your spouse what is an area in our life or marriage, et cetera, fill in the blank, that I can support you better in? So what is an area I can support you better in? Asking your spouse that and then just be quiet and listen. 
that's your homework for this week. Yeah, that's yeah. our encouragement. Um, instead of just, oh, great, that was a great podcast on supporting your spouse. I'll try to do better. No, specifically sit down and ask them, where can I support you better? Right. I'm and, sure they have an answer. Right. Ex- uh, exactly. And uh, the, the cool thing about that is it starts with I. It's saying, I want to do something for you. And so that's immediately going to bring down their def- defense um, and and open the door to communication. Um, and the cool thing about this is when you say, I want to help you, they may feel like a jerk if they don't ask you that question back at the end. And so, uh, you know, not, not that you're trying to bait them into that. That's mm-hmm. not where you should be coming at this from. But the good news is, is that likely they're going to ask that same question back to you once they tell you how you can support them um, because they they love you. They want to support you as well. And you have to be open and communicate that information. Yeah. So we have lots more lessons coming your way. 15 lessons after 15 years of marriage. But this was lesson number one, support your spouse. Yeah. So uh, as we said at the top, um, episodes come out every Mondays. Uh, every Mondays. Uh, episodes come sure. out every Monday. <laughs> like there's two Mondays in a week. They're <laughs> <laughs> just that good. <laughs> Mondays. Uh, Everybody loves Monday. New episodes release every Monday. Um, and uh, if you are just kind of joining us, make sure you go check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Marriage Puzzle. Um, And as Julie mentioned a couple times, we've got some blog posts out there. They come out on the 1st and 15th of every month, and you can check those out on our website, marriagepuzzle.com. Again, if this is your first time listening to us, go back and listen to episodes one and two to learn more about the name Marriage Puzzle, uh, hear a little bit about more about our story. Make sure you give us a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you stay informed of every episode uh, moving forward. And uh, we, uh, we'll see you guys again next week on Monday um, and we look forward to having you there. We're together. We're going to work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later. Bye.